This is the After Hours Director Spotlight, presented by Amro Music. It's the podcast where we chat with music educators to celebrate the joy of teaching music and learn about strategies for success. In this episode, Nick Averwater continues his conversation with Kim Webb, the director of bands at Green County Tech High School in Paragould, Arkansas. The band program in the district serves 450 students in seven different bands. Our conversation with Kim is presented in two episodes, and this is part two. I want to talk a little bit about um, crisis. Crisis is one of those things that we never think about, we never plan on. Um, but I think if, you, if you're around, if you teach long enough, eventually crisis is going to strike your program. And I think it can take a lot of different forms. You know, I was, I was talking with somebody before this podcast, kind of brainstorming, and she said, you know, I, I taught for 18 years. And during those 18 years, I lost five students out of my program. And, and I think crisis takes many forms, but um, I, I think it's something, unfortunately, it's just a fact of life. And, and you know, the, the way in which you became the director of bands was a, a little bit, a, very much a crisis. I mean, you were the middle school band director and there was a high school band director, Keith, who was well-loved and everybody loved him in the state. And he very unexpectedly passed away. And all of a sudden the light was shining on, on you and you were kind of thrust into that position. Take me through what went through your mind leading a program through a crisis like that. And what strategy did you take to get your program through that? Well, I will say again, just like as a mother, you have a community. And so um, with this, I had to rely on my community. And I will say, you know, I was the face of leading that crisis, leading that band through our crisis. But I think that there were so many people that were important to that. Our administration was very supportive. Our um, the uh, Mr. Brian Pearson, who is the uh, junior high band director at Green County Tech. You know, we had to stick. We had to stick together and really just lead our kids and love on our kids whenever that took place it it was I'll be honest it was a lot of scrambling from the the moment that it happened and I was fully into almost like a work mode like what are we going to do how are we going to get through this how you know my emotions were pushed aside for the most part um and I was focused on how are we going to get our kids through this and how are we going to make sure that our band program stays not necessarily the same because there's going to be differences, but making sure that it was a community for those kids and they didn't feel like, oh, well, this is not the same anymore. And so I'm done with this. And, you know, pulling our kids through that, it was it was very difficult, um, but it was it it was difficult, but it was also inspiring to see their attitudes towards how we were going to approach that year. And I think a lot goes to our senior class from that, that year because they were leaders. Um, they were leaders on making sure that we finished the year strong and that we had normal, what, what could be normal um, as as we could with our spring concert and finishing out the year with graduation, you know, I remember specifically, I, um, we always have at graduation, we always have that, um, our senior song is what it is. And the seniors get to pick a song that they love over the years. Um, and they play it at their graduation. And I just remember conducting that band at graduation and them looking at me and me looking back at them and just thinking, 
this isn't the way that it should be. And it was, it was heavy. It was very heavy for our students. And I think the end of that year was very heavy, but um, we had, you know, like I said, Brian Pearson, and then also our middle school band director, Nathan Anderson, he was actually, um, he came in and long-term sub, he was our intern in the fall. And I, I took my maternity leave that December. And so he, he covered my maternity leave. So I was actually only back from maternity leave for about a month before we hit that crisis. And it was, it was very difficult, um, balancing everything. But I I think the biggest thing is we, we had to stick together. And I think the kids knew that and the directors knew that. And that's how we have come out. You know, I, I feel like, and I, I told our kids this last year at the end of the year, you know, we've come out stronger, you know, because of this. And would I want anybody to have to go through that to be, to come out stronger? Absolutely not. Um, I hope nobody ever has to go through that, but our kids were very strong and they, you know, the, the face of green County tech was of, of our program was very different because they have, you know, they had to bond together. They had to pull through with, pull through that together. And, you know, me and Mr. Pearson, we, we, we tried as much as we could to just make sure that that's that bond stayed strong with them. Wow. Uh, Do you, do you remember the first time you addressed the band after that happened? Yes. um, The, I will say the administration did a lot of the talking the day that we found out and um, that afternoon. So we found out that morning and um, of course we all have crisis plans in in education, there are crisis plans for if there's a fire, there's crisis plans for if there's a tornado and this, that, and the other, but nobody writes a book on how to deal with this. And, um, our administration, they, they addressed the band, um, and told them what happened. And I, we were, Mr. Pearson and I were in the room for that. And we, um, I'll be honest at the moment, we didn't say much because we didn't know what to say because we were still trying to deal with that on our own too. And then I think by the end of the day, when the high school band came to um, the band room, some of the kids wanted to go straight home. Some of the kids wanted to stay and be with, be with other kids. And so those kids that wanted to stay, we, you know, we, we sat and we had a conversation and um, I I remember telling them like this, this is going, I told them, you know, this is going to be okay. We are going to be okay, but it's going to be hard and it's going to be hard for a while. And I, I explained that I'm a very, I'm a very real person and I'm very direct with our students. And, you know, some of the kids, they didn't want to hear that. Of course, you know, they, they wanted everything to just be normal. And of course I did too, but I was very upfront and I told them, I said, this, the, this year is going to be hard. Um, Finishing up this year is going to be hard, but we're going to make it through it. Well, and, and I, I, I really respect the approach that that you and Mr. Pearson took, and that um, you didn't sugarcoat things and you didn't try to ignore it. I mean, you acknowledged the reality that this is going to be a very challenging period in all of our lives. I mean, I, I remember when I got the phone call, and it was just like the world stopped spinning for a minute. It was like, what? No, 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 that, that I, I misunderstood you. Surely I misunderstood you. And, um, and, I, and I respect so much the approach that you all took to acknowledge 
And it sounds like to a certain extent, allow people to self-pace their grieving, but at the same time, continue to move the ensemble forward and continue to move the group forward, recognizing that individuals will um, pace at different levels through this process. Well, uh, thank, I mean, thanks for, for sharing all that. And it's, it's a heavy topic to talk about, but again, I mean, I think if you teach enough students and you teach long enough, there's a certain in, a degree of inevitability that, that a crisis could hit your program, whether in the form of a, a parent suddenly passing or a student uh, passing or, or even a staff member like you guys encountered. And I think uh, it's also important to, to also say, you know, a lot, uh, I, I was very much for the last bit of that school year, I was busy taking care of other people, um, especially with being a new mom. I didn't get that break whenever I came home. Um, and I think it's important, any kind of crisis that you go through, you have to take time for yourself and you have to let yourself heal too. And I remember um, one of the strangest things that I remember about all of that is someone saying to me, hey, Kim, I'm sorry that you lost your friend. Because at work, he was a coworker. To everybody in the band director world, he was my coworker. But we all know as band staff, he was my friend. And, you know, that that really, you know, it, it was like a reality. Like, yeah, I've had to take care of the program. Um, but I also lost a friend, a, a mentor. He, he should have been on my list of mentors because he taught me so much in my first five years of teaching. And so at the end of that school year, I had to take time and really take care of myself. I started talking to a counselor and that kind of thing. And I think that's important. If you lose a student, if you lose a staff member, if you lose anybody, you know, find something that's going to make sure that you get through the grief, the grieving process and that you're okay. Because if you're not mentally okay as yourself, you're not going to be able to give a hundred percent to your your students. And so um, during that summer, I took time to really heal and really um, prepare myself for that next step of being director of bands and that kind of thing. I, I think you're, I mean, that's so true. I mean, if, if things are not good outside of the band hall because uh, your baby's not sleeping well, or just mentally you have, have this weight, like you carried around, you can't expect your program or yourself to, to reach your fullest potential. I mean, it's just mm -hmm. not going to happen. You cannot outwork something like that. Right. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, Kim, I mean, you, you, you shared kind of the story and, and I mean, you were the, you were the middle school director there at Green County Tech. And then all of a sudden you were unexpectedly thrust into this position probably before, I mean, I'm sure you always envisioned yourself Maybe you did, maybe you didn't, leading a program like Green County Tech, but all of a sudden it came earlier than, than anybody anticipated, and certainly you. Um, how do you think your leadership style has developed between the person you were as a middle school band director and now what you know as a director of bands at a high school program like that? I, I think that it's, it's, been, it's definitely been a transition of perspective because at the middle school um, and we all work together. So we, we travel middle school, junior high, high school. So we've, we've been around it, but knowing, looking at the middle schoolers and knowing that's my program one day, that transition of perspective makes me think about our program totally different. Um, what our priorities are, what we start, you know, 
how we shape middle school band and then the next year and then the next year, all the way up to high school band, um, you know, to, to mold these musicians into being high school musicians that can play grade four, grade five music that can, you know, go march at a competition that can play challenging music. You know, you have to start that development from very early. And of course I knew that as a middle school director, but when it was all on me, whenever I see, the entire program as my, as, as all of our students, then it, it really changes your perspective of how you, how you go about things, how you, um, how you plan things, how you sit down with your staff and talk over with your staff, like, Hey, this is what needs to be happening here. This is what needs to be, um, going on in the beginning classes right now. And our middle school band director, our new middle school band director who took my spot after I moved up, um, Mr. Nathan Anderson is doing a fantastic job. And he's, he, you know, he, he's a young, fresh teacher and he, with being me being in that middle school position, I'm able to mentor him on, Hey, this is how we should, this is how the middle school should be running. And he has these awesome ideas that are very creative. He's great with young kids. And, you know, that was actually something that I lacked as a middle school director. And I know that sounds crazy. I I can teach beginning pedagogy, but my first year of teaching, I did not know how to handle the sixth grade, uh, little quirky, funny little things that they do. Now I love it. I love being at the middle school. That's something that developed over my five years of teaching middle school, um, But I think just changing your perspective of, you know, where do we want them to be after sixth grade year or where do we want them to be after seventh grade year? And then where do we want them in junior high band? And that's not something that I ever had to um, really think about as the middle school director, because I had somebody who was telling me, hey, this is how, you know, this this is where they need to be developed by the end of this. And so really putting that in perspective and also directors have different ideas on that. And so. Keith's ideas for that are different than what my ideas were for that. And so, you know, and they're a lot of the same, but also I have my, you know, there are different priorities in, in, in my, in my mind of where they should be once they get up to the high school band. And so I think that has been um, something that I've changed since I was middle school director. Also the, you know, I am the, I am the person that someone calls when, you know, something when when you know when a band parent calls a superintendent you know I used to not get calls like that I and now the superintendent calls me and he's like hey can you tell me what's going on you know having those having those conversations and you know being being that top person it's it's very it's different um it is where I always saw where I would be. Um, I, I, I love it. I love the administrative side of it. I'm, I, it, when you look at my desk, you don't think I'm organized, but I am very organized. Um, and so I really enjoy the administrative part of being the high school band director. And I think that's something that a lot of band directors don't really love. And so I I think it makes it a good fit for me because I like to be able to, um, you know, see where our budget money's going, see where, um, all those little things are, are, are in place and making sure that, you know, I am having good communication with our superintendents and making sure they know our needs and putting our needs out there. And I think that's something that um, Keith taught me is that, you know, you have to, you kind of have to be not necessarily, you don't have to hound them, but you, you have to let them know, like, I am the professional in this 
Like I am the music professional. I am the band professional. And they are people who have taught English or have been a coach or, you know, we don't have band directors at our administration level and it's our job to teach them about band. And so I, I enjoy that part of it and, you know, really talking with them over the needs of our program and that kind of thing. So, yeah, I, I love that. And I think you're hundred percent right. I mean, I, you know, to be honest, I've, I've done a lot, uh, a bunch of these after hours and these interviews. And I have to tell you that the commonality that I see between everybody who's standing at the podium in front of a large program like you are now is they're relentless self promoters of their program in their community, but also in their administration. They never assume that um, a decision is going to be made on their behalf without them being present. And I have noticed that whether, you know, I'm, I'm interviewing, uh, you know, Richie or Barry Trowball or John Easley or, or so many people who um, have been doing this a long time. They just relentlessly self-promote their program to their administration, to their school board and within their community. They never take for granted that a decision will be made uh, on their behalf without them being present. So, what, what advice, and this, this is my last question here as, as we approach the, the 60 minute mark, Kim, is what advice would you give young band directors? Because you have this such interesting perspective right now. I mean, you're, you've been teaching now eight years. Am I doing the math in my head approximately? So you've been in this long enough and you're hitting your stride that you've made some mistakes and you can say, okay, I'm not going to do that again, but you can also see back and remember, I remember what it was like on my first day and you have this perfect balance. You know, what, did, what advice would you give young band directors who are walking across the stage at Arkansas state this year? I would tell them to, um, I think, I think the biggest piece of advice is to, you know, your first year, you're going to learn a lot. Um, you're going to make mistakes and you can't let those mistakes bog you down. Um, like I said earlier, we all have bad days. I have bad days now. I have, I've had bad days every, every year. Well, you know, there are those bad days, but it's those, it's those good days that really out it, for, for me, the good days outweigh the bad days. And then if, if your good days don't outweigh your bad days, find why, find the reason why. And, you know, Really, I was I was saying earlier that first year of teaching, it was hard for me to make those connections to the kids because I was so business, business, business. I wanted to make sure I was doing everything perfect. But your job is is loving those kids and I, you know, making sure that those kids feel included in your program. And so talk to them, ask them how their day is, you know, even if it's like a, Hey, your shirts, I like your shirt today, or Hey, you know, that making those connections with those kids is, are that's really going to help you succeed as a band director because you know you can have the best band out there you can have a, a, a phenomenal program but all of the phenomenal directors that I know have good relationships with their kids and that's why their kids stay there and um, I think that's that's a really important thing to remember going in to your first year of teaching um, also as I said earlier perspective making sure that your perspective is you know uh, you know, you have your bad days, but what qualifies it as a bad day? Did you not have your best day on the podium? That's okay. That's something you can get over. You, you, you score study, you, you do something better. 
as a, as a middle, I went from middle school to high school and I can tell you middle school, I was conducting four, four all the time. And then when I got to high school directing and I was, and I was doing grade four music, it was very difficult for me. And my kids knew it. They, (laughs) there was no secret that that was difficult for me, but you know, I worked at it and I, I made myself better um, and made sure that, that I was doing the best thing for my students. Um, Because what you do on the podium is, well, definitely reflect on your, on your, on your students. And then another thing is to reach out to people. You know, I, I listed off a lot of people who have influenced me. Um, a lot of people that I consider mentors and, you know, even our representative from AMRO, I visit with her every, which is LaDonna Gibson. And she is the most wonderful lady I've ever met on the planet. Um, but I'm, I, I talk with her all the time about, Hey, you know, some days I'm like, I don't know. This, this day is crazy. Like I I need someone to give me some encouragement and she's great at it. Um, but, but making sure that you have those people to reach out to making sure that you have the resources and, you know, you've got your community of people. Like I, 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 like I said, I talked to, um, I reach out to Steve Warner. I, I remember one of my first years of teaching, I was doing a seventh grade. I was taking my seventh graders to assessment and I was like, hey, Steve, am I crazy for wanting to take this piece with my seventh graders? And he's honest. And, you know, you need to find those people that are going to be very honest with you. Um, I talked to um, Richie Williams on a on a weekly basis, at least because, you know, he works right across the town, right across town from me. And he's a great resource um, to reach out and, and talk to. Make sure you have those people, especially if you're at a school by yourself. Don't try to do it alone. Um, another thing that I did within my first few years of teaching, I went out and I watched programs. I watched, I went out and I went to Highlands Band Program and I watched Greg and Hope Bruner. They, they taught and they let me, you know, just sit back and watch and see, you know, um, how they ran things. Even though their program is different than ours, I learned so much that day um, just from seeing the different styles of teaching. Not only that, but bring people into your bands. Bring people in. They want to help you. You know, uh, band directors are very competitive, but we also want to help you. We want to see you become a, a successful director. And I have those people around me where they, they've seen potential in what I can do and they want to help. They want to help me get this program to where, we, where my goals are. And so I think that's, that's, that's the advice that I would give. Um, another thing, of course, I have a, a lot of advice, but specifically for mothers who are, who have young children, um, don't feel like your program is going to suffer because you have young children. You know, your situation may be different than somebody, you know, a, a male head band director who, you know, has, you know, they may be a parent, but they may also have a stay at home wife where they, they take care of things. You know, there are different things that um, you can do in your program. You can find that balance you can find the balance to be a successful band director and to be a mom at home and you can find that balance and it's not impossible. And I think that's very, very important to young women and parents in general, whoever's a band director and a primary parent, you can find that balance. Is it difficult? Yes. Are you going to have bad days? Yes, (laughs) but, but it is achievable and, and, and you have to, you have to find your balance. 
what works for you, not necessarily what works for everybody else. Your program's different than everybody else's. Your home life is different than everybody else's. Your, you know, it's different for everyone. And so I think it's very important to know that, you know, it is achievable and you can do it because there are so many women and parents who are band directors who make it work. Um, So that's, that's my little bit of advice for, I think I said like a thousand things, but that's my advice to any young band director. It's such good advice. And I I really appreciate um, everything you've shared today. I mean, we talked about some heavy topics and um, I I just, I I look at you with admiration for your leadership, what you've accomplished with your program the last two years is, as a working mom who is committing herself to her family and her band program and to her students. And um, I just applaud everything that you've done uh, there at Green County Tech. And I have no doubt if you can survive the last two years, uh, you can survive anything. And I think you've, you've definitely demonstrated that. So um, Kim, thank you so much for a few moments of your time and just sharing your thoughts on what you've experienced as a director. That really means a lot. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for inviting me. That's Kim Webb, Director of Bands at Green County Tech High School in Paragould, Arkansas, talking with Nick Averwater on the After Hours Director's Spotlight, which is presented by Amro Music, a family-owned company since 1921. At Amro, we work with over 600 schools in seven states to bring the joy of music to thousands of young musicians. These partnerships make production of the After Hours podcast possible. Our director's services department is ready to work with your school, too. Just email alan at amromusic.com or seth at amromusic.com. You can hear many more conversations with music educators at amromusic.com slash after hours. Hey, if you enjoyed today's episode, here are two easy and fast ways you can support the After Hours show. First, your five-star review means a lot as it helps to boost us in the podcast rankings so that other music educators just like you can find us. Second, if you thought of someone that would enjoy this week's content and episode, hey, please share it with them so that they too can be a part of the After Hours community. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next week.